Hello and welcome to CreekCast. I'm Josh. I'm Marcus. And we're glad you guys have joined us for this Sunday. Happy Easter! Happy Easter. Um, I think, so Marcus, which one is your favorite holiday? Easter or Christmas? Uh, hands down, Christmas. All right, take, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the meaning behind yes. Easter, yes. Yeah, like, I mean, Christmas is definitely more of like a family. Yes. Yeah, um, but... I mean, just the <laughs> spiritualness, Easter, <laughs> down, hands down. Yeah. Traditions and, yeah. and feelings and all that stuff, Christmas. Yeah. But I mean, just the hope that we have with Easter. Like, we talked about, you know, Good Friday being just, you know, more of a somber, you know, mm-hmm. you know, serious. But I mean, you just get Easter and it's just celebrate. Yeah. I mean, it's just awesome. And so we're glad you guys have joined us for this Easter podcast. Yeah. Um, go and watch our Easter live stream. Um, we go live stream at 10 or you can catch it later because it's recorded and you can watch it at any time. Really. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, so but if it's before 10, wait till 10 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, we would love for you to join us because we're trying to, like we said uh, a couple of days ago, um, we are trying to reach 10,000 people with our yeah. Easter service um, online. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and our website yep. uh, at millcreekbc.org. Yeah. Um, obviously, Mill Creek Baptist Church on Facebook. Yep. And, and YouTube is uh, youtube.com slash C slash Mill Creek Baptist Church Bargetown. I'm pretty sure if you just Google Mill Creek or find Mill Creek Baptist Church, it should come up. But yeah, we, we, we don't that, know. It's the one that has the blue and yellow MC. Yep. There's a lot of Mill Creeks actually on there, surprisingly enough. Actually, that's true. Yeah. So make sure you use Bargetown. Yeah. Because uh, that's Creek Baptist Church. Or you, if you go to our website, yes. Mill Creek BC, there's a giant red bar that says live stream options. You can click on that and it will take you to our where you can get to our YouTube page. Yeah. Like, can you believe like we are celebrating Easter and it's like, like, man, where did this year go? I know. Right. Like, like it's already April. <laughs> you know, all the memes out there of like, or, you know, January threats of world war three, you know, <laughs> yeah. February, Australia on fire, March world global lockdown. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's see where else this year is going to go. Yep. But yeah, it's crazy thing about just how like summer is going to be here in no time. And once again, yeah. we don't really know what our summer ministries are going to look like. No. You know, as of right now, the mission trip has been canceled yep. for the youth. Um, but all camps are still planned on happening as of right now. But who who knows, really? Yeah. I mean, because we're looking at May 1st, everything's supposed to be back to getting back to normal. But who knows if that doesn't get pushed out? Like, right. We just don't know. I mean, I know like Trump uh, was talking about things going into June, not like as bad it is now, yeah. but like still kind of being somewhat in kind of this whole thing in some way, shape or form uh, until June. Yeah. Um, which obviously throws a wrench in everybody's plans. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, it's, but it's just crazy. It's crazy, but we're just praying for God to get the glory and honor and we will just continue to move on. Um, but we are in Matthew chapter 25 verses one through 13. We are in Matthew chapter 25. Yep. And so this is the parable of the 10 virgins. Um, apparently, you know, some people re- look at this parable and say you can lose your salvation. I've never heard that before, but apparently it's out there. So I, I've never heard that either. So. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> know about nice. it until the commentary talked about it. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's not what this parable is about at all. <laughs> no, not at all. So basically there's 10 virgins who are waiting for their bridegroom to show up. Yep. Um, and they have their lamps and, they get told that he's coming. Um, there are five who are foolish and five who are wise and brought extra oil. Well, the bridegroom gets delayed and they start to run out of oil. 
And so the foolish ones are trying to borrow some from the ones who brought extra oil. And they're like, no, we need these. Yeah. And so they go to buy more oil and the bridegroom comes and they miss out of going to the feast. Yep. You know, and they're left outside more or less, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> and it shows us that we need to be ready for when Jesus comes. Yeah. The the best way I've, I've kind of pictured this um, is this is a parable. And for those that don't know what a parable is, it's just a fancy way of saying it's a story with a spiritual, some spiritual, you know, background between behind it um, or lesson behind it. But, uh, you know, this, this passage is talking about um, a group of women uh, waiting for a wedding party in, in a sense. It's kind of how I've always pictured yeah. it. Um, and, uh, you know, like, you're not kind of like what you're saying. Some were prepared, some were not prepared. Um, and Jesus referred to those who were prepared as being wise and those that weren't prepared as foolish. Um, and, and my question when I was reading this is, have I, have you ever missed out on something because you were not prepared? Oh, absolutely. Um, and uh, I, when I, th- when I asked that question myself, first thing that I thought was when I was in college, I played college basketball uh, for two years. Um, and, uh, we were at a away game and I brought my wrong uniform and I, so I couldn't play that night oh, uh, because I brought the, the wrong, wrong. Uni- uniform. And uh, so I wasn't prepared and I couldn't, you know, play and I missed out on a, on a game. Um, and I, obviously I felt horrible because I, I, I had the best three point percentage uh, in my team. So like I was pretty big asset to it. And, uh, um, but with that, you know, I was because of my unpreparedness, I could not do what I needed to do and help my team out. Yeah. Kind of like with Christ. How many times have we missed out on things that we were unprepared for? And because of that, we let down Christ and, you know, messed up what he's done yeah. in our lives. Um, I like just pulling out a few of the notes from our commentary. Um, one of the things is, you know, uh, Jesus is warning them to be alert. He wants he wants them to do is to live life with a constant anticipation that the Lord could return. And so I think that's a huge part is that we don't live in fear of the Lord's returning and we don't just sit down and not, and not do anything waiting for the Lord's return. But we have that constant reminder of, Hey, God could be coming back. Oh yeah. You know, at any time and we just need to anticipate it and be ready for it, but continue to do our work and our job until he comes back. Yeah, because I mean, in this parable, he's basically comparing his his return um, to a wedding party feast thing, um, but specific, um, but specified that not everyone is going to get into this party. Um, yes, and because uh, the, the truth is that the person throwing the party um, gets to decide who is allowed to come. Um, you know, Jesus lays out in this parable that only those who are "quote unquote" prepared. Um, for his return will get to be a part of his celebration. And um, I think a lot of times when people think think that, that's where the whole election and you oh, know, yeah. all that stuff comes into play as well. But um, this is that's not what that's saying. It's What it's talking about is, have you accepted the gift of, of God? Um, you know, we talked about this, a parable um, this past Sunday um, on our live stream with the youth of the... Um, uh, the invitation um, to, to the, to the party of, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, how God's invitation is to everybody. Yes. But you have to accept that invitation to the party. Yeah. Um, I like what the, the end of our commentary talks about this. It says, Jesus is not suggesting that they would lose their salvation, mm-hmm. only that there are consequences for careless living. One should always make decisions about salvation based on passages that are discussing salvation. One should never choose a passage that is addressing another topic and then use that passage to refute a much clearer passage. Yep. And we'll have more of this come 
tomorrow when we talk yeah. about the parable of the talents. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing how people will pick and choose scriptures to make it fit oh, what yeah. they want. And and not just but like the parables. Like yeah. they'll take like there's this the story is not like a hidden message. It's straightforward. Like this is what it's talking yeah. about. This is what it means. Not a this is what it's talking about. This is what it means. But I also think it could be this. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> he's he's sharing this as an, an analogy yep. to help his point. Absolutely. Not to yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's don't, it, don't put words into Jesus's mouth. <laughs> it's crazy. I like that. Don't put words into Jesus's mouth. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah. But like we do it all the time. Oh man. And well, not we people, the world does it all the time. And I think we, we take those things and people hear it and they run with it. And it just ruins the testimony of what the yes. Bible truly is saying. And because like, like it said, it's, Jesus lays it out in this parable that only those who are prepared. So my question is, are you prepared? Are right. you prepared for his return? And if the answer to that is no, then what are you going to do to get prepared? Yeah, get prepared. Like the one thing I love about... Um, As Scar says, be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> um, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, <laughs> I had a thought. Sorry. But... Uh, um, but it, it reminds me of like, so living in Florida, you get hurricanes um, and they give you months to, well, not months, weeks to really yeah. prepare for that. Like, we don't know when the, the like, obviously we know when a hurricane is going to hit kind of, because uh, it could slow down, it could fa- get fast, but we, we know there's a time event, frame. There's a time frame yeah. that you need to get prepared. You need to get your milk and bread <laughs> for some stupid reason. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, I, that, that never made sense to me. But anyways, that's a whole other topic for another day. Um, but like we get prepared with what we need, the essentials and all these stuff. And, but yet like we know Jesus is coming back, but we're not prepared. No. Like we live our life like nothing's ever going to change. And um, we live our life like, okay, I know Jesus is coming back, but that's not going to change the way I live. No. Be prepared every single day because he, he could come back at any moment. Any moment. Right now. No. Third week in a row, it didn't work. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but th- not only, like, m- maybe you're prepared. What about your friends? Right. It's our responsibility to make sure everybody's ready. Yeah. What about your family? Yeah. Like, it's, if you are prepared, awesome. I, I applaud you, and that's that's great. But what are you doing to help prepare others? Right. You know, one thing I love about, I don't know what it is with tragedies and, you know, hurricanes and coronaviruses. Um, but it brings people into seeing that others has need, other people have needs. Oh, yeah. And, and it brings us kind of together in a community form of putting others needs before ourselves. Um, now obviously some are definitely worse than others with, yes. uh, taking 8 million toilet paper rolls when you don't really need them. Right. That, that is the worst thing about this whole thing. I don't understand. Like, right. And now everything's back to normal with toilet paper. Like it's not a hard thing to find anymore. No, but it's, it's yeah, but, but yeah, like even like, shelves are just like, but yeah, like. So I told you <laughs> we did a click list for Kroger, yep, right, and one of the things we had on there was little Debbie Nutter butter bars because uh-huh. that's one of our snacks that we like to chew on, you know, eat yeah. on. Well, they didn't feel that, so I went to Walmart, and the whole little Debbie section is just completely wiped out. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, guys, yep. like I just want another butter bar. Is that really too hard to ask yeah. for? Uh, Aubrey loves the little Debbie's uh, chocolate chip muffins for mm-hmm. breakfast. Yeah, um, so we got. Every time we go, we buy at least two of those just because they last forever. And she has them every, every morning. Um, but like, 
I think it's 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 just crazy how we take what Christ gives us to be prepared. Like he he sets us up to be prepared. He sets us up for success. But we tend to say, ah, I don't need that right now. Right. Um, I'll wait. I know it's better for me right now than what you do. Exactly. Yeah. And we're 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 idiots. That's all I gotta say. True enough. When it comes to Christ's plan, we are so, so... man. You're, you are not wrong there. We get, yeah, <laughs> we, set, we set ourselves up for failure. We really do. And it's never a good thing. Um, yeah, but prayer request, prayer request. All right. Pray for opportunities to witness to your unsaved friends and loved ones. Truth. That's one of the greatest things you can do right now during this self isolation. Right. Quarantine time is yeah. reach out to those and be like, Hey, how are you doing? Cause we talked about this last week. We have the hope that helps us to be able to get through this and we'll reach out to our friends and family and be like, how are you guys doing? Let me tell you about this hope that I have to get through this. Right. And then a word from our sponsor. Sunday Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Sunday Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Sunday Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and then we mentioned they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees. Go say hi to Carl on SundayCool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And then our life step for today. Always interpret parables in context. Illustrations are meant to illustrate a truth, not to generate a truth. Facts right there. Facts. Well, be socially distant. Don't be emotionally distant. For this Sunday, I've been Marcus. I've been Josh. Have a happy Easter. Happy Easter. Booyah. Booyah.